0: Coming up next on Chamber Amplified.
1: The inclusion grant, like I said, is is a pretty quick shot in the arm for companies that we, we wouldn't really get a chance to work with. So it can go um, to a, a lot of companies that I feel like we've identified in the Finley area.
2: I think it was just me kind of channeling um, that side of me into the Buckeyes. And um, it was awesome because I... I, it might sound silly but i enjoy making buckeyes um and i enjoy creating different flavors and whatnot um so that was really cool um just to kind of have that epiphnic moment
0: welcome to the show i'm doug jenkins from the finlay hancock county chamber of commerce on each episode of chamber amplified we're examining issues impacting the local business community whether it's employee recruitment and retention marketing it issues Maybe it's funding. That's what we'll be talking about today. Our goal is to give our members tips each week on at least one way they can improve operations and thrive in the current business environment. And along the way, we're talking to different businesses around the community, learning more about their stories and sort of the history of the Finley and Hancock County business community. So we're back to our original format today. Two interviews for the price of one, which is actually free, so I don't really know how that works out. Anyway, it only took us all of 2023 to get back here, but I'm very happy to have two interviews for you today. First up on the show is Chase Eikenberry with the Regional Growth Partnership. We'll be talking about an inclusion grant that can help small to mid-sized businesses with access to capital. We'll also talk a little bit about the different ways the Regional Growth Partnership works to benefit area businesses as well. We're also continuing to highlight the 2023 Small Business Award winners. We'll hear from Danica Rumick of the Buckeye Company here in Findlay. Her business won the Emerging business of the year award for 2023 and we'll hear how she got her start making delicious buckeye candies as well as how the business has grown from its start in her mom's kitchen thanks again for tuning in remember if you're listening on apple podcast or spotify you can rate and review the show it really does go a long way in helping spread the word now let's get into it always love to talk about different things that can help small to mid-sized businesses and large sized businesses for that matter today we're really focused on those small to mid-sized businesses though one of the big questions that we always get at the chamber is about access to capital so that's what we're talking about today with a, a series of inclusion grants so let's just talk a little bit about the structure of these grants i i know yeah. People will always say like, "Oh, free money" when it comes to grants. Not necessarily yeah. what we're talking about. There's got to be some legwork that that's done. But wh- when we talk about the inclusion grants, what are we looking at here?
1: Yeah, I I love that term, free money. Like <laughs> everybody becomes really Matthew
0: Lesko all of a sudden when grants get yes. out yes. there. Okay,
1: okay, yeah. So that's um. Thank you for that that lead in because the. Through Jobs Ohio, we have a lot of different incentives that a lot of companies, especially in Finley, Hancock County, have utilized over the years. But we do have, I would say, a relatively um, newer program for companies that we would typically have not had a chance to work with in the past. So we created a, a program called the Jobs Ohio Inclusion Grant. And we created this kind of in the middle of the pandemic as a way to get to kind of spread into companies that we would typically not get to work with just simply because maybe their revenue size, maybe because they had um, not really any competition mm-hmm. as far as us losing their investment to a different state. Or maybe it was just um, a, more of a service provider that we would typically not get to incentivize their type of project. So we created the Jobs Ohio Inclusion Grant as a way to really get quick grant dollars into the hands of companies, um, like I said, that we, that we traditionally wouldn't get to work with. So it's, it's pretty straightforward. And When I say that, I'm, I'm really serious about that because it is um, our only program, only one of our incentives that's really formula-based. So I say that with, if you're this, then this. Let's see if it qualifies, right? It's very much like if you're eligible, let's try it, Mm -hmm. fill this out. Let me see what we can do. So it's meant to go to companies um, in either a a distressed zip code, which prior to this and just me working um, quite regularly in Hancock County, um, most zip codes are not considered distressed that is okay so if you are a company and you have operations in a distress code you you can qualify but if you're not that's not a big deal because the other qualification to make your business eligible is your ownership criteria so if you're a company that is owned by a minority a woman a veteran someone with a disability then we potentially can look at okay What's your project look like? What's your capital investment? Let's see if this is a fit. So first and foremost, we look at how's your company owned? So for instance, if you have a woman owned business and they should fall within one of our jobs, Ohio targeted industries, maybe it's manufacturing, IT, um, food processing, energy distribution, or, and we have a lot of those, Or it can be business to business as far as the majority of that company's sales are going to businesses. So not necessarily business to consumer, like we we can't really help, this grant can't go to the restaurant or the local nail salon. However, it could go to a company who is, let's say, providing um, screen printing material Um, or different types of services to businesses. Um, So the bulk of their sales are business to business. So we look at if your ownership is one thing, and then who are your customers? And then um, you have to be in business for more than one year, which most companies are. (laughs) Um, And the minimum revenue that we would like to work with, the company must have an annual revenue of 100,000 or more. Um, we do have a cap on that because certainly 100000 to $25 million is the annual revenue. That's the cap. If you are a company that's um, grossing more than $25 million in one year, maybe we have an opportunity to help more in a traditional project sense and not just the inclusion grant. So the inclusion grant, like I said, is, is a pretty quick shot in the arm for companies that we, we wouldn't really get a chance to work with. So it can go um, to a, a lot of companies that I feel like we've identified in the Finley area. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm happy to help.
0: And I think, first of all, I love having you on because that answered just a ton of my questions. It's an easy <laughs> know, interview when you it. just have it all right there and, uh, <laughs> and I don't have to do any follow up. But I think you raise an interesting point there is maybe this isn't the grant for a company, but just starting the conversation to see, all right, well, you're not eligible for this, but let's see what other programs are out there. What else might fit you? You get that conversation started. So maybe it's not this program, but it could be another one through Jobs Ohio.
1: It could be. Yes. So I if, the, if anybody's listening and they feel like, okay, listen, we might be a fit for this. We might not. We can give you a quick yay or nay, but at the same opportunity, we might have the chance to help you in a different way through a different incentive, um, even through one of our partners as well. So I would always recommend whether, of course, it's through you, Doug, um, my office or through the local Finley Hancock County um, Economic Development Office and Dan Schaefer at the helm of that, run it by us and we'll have a quick conversation or a face-to-face meeting and we see what see what sticks. Maybe it's something with, you know, um, road work, mm-hmm. right? Maybe, you know, maybe it's something I can assist with or my partners at ODOT Maybe it's a rail-related thing, or maybe it has nothing to do with that. Maybe it's all about training. Maybe we can uh, incorporate some other partners.
0: Chase, for people who aren't familiar with Regional Growth Partnership, I think yeah. a lot of us have seen RGP out there, but maybe they're not real sure what RGP does. What's the the mission of the organization and some of the things that you work on?
1: Perfect. So we we have a 17-county region. We are a 100% privately-led economic development organization. So we are one sixth of the Jobs Ohio network in the state of Ohio. So in 2011, when Governor Kasich came in office, everything that had to do with economic development was taken out of the state of Ohio and a private nonprofit called Jobs Ohio was Mm -hmm. created. So Jobs Ohio broke up the state into six regions. Our region is that 17 county region. Luckily enough, it just Happens to be my region, and I, you know, (laughs) Hancock County is my home. Um, And so, which is the best region, right? So our region is- Uh, Absolutely, um, I mean, that goes without saying, yeah. Right, so we handle all of the economic development, attraction efforts and expansion efforts on behalf of the state of Ohio, but it's it's done in a very private, customized way, uh, simply because the way we are funded, so there's no state dollars, uh, involved in it, so we can really respond at the at the the speed of business, as they say.
0: Chase, for for entrepreneurs who kind of want to get into the space, and or maybe they want to launch a business, maybe they just want to have more conversations about business, or kind of how to have a seat at the table uh, for these things. What's the best way to get involved with RGP from that standpoint? So they they know the programs, uh, maybe they know the events, things like that that uh, that can help people feel a little bit more connected sometimes
1: yeah i love that and this is this is really we get this question all the time because we do have private investors of course um and a lot of times our investors are like so what do i get well we are (laughs) not like your organization we're not a chamber but we we certainly um coordinate with you guys um as much as possible so the best way to get involved of course i would suggest certainly let's just keep open dialogue and talk with us, work with our local partners. So I mentioned we have a 17 county region. So the the audience here probably listening, I would recommend getting involved with the Alliance, of course your office and then Dan's office, because you guys are, that's kind of why we broke up the state into six regions because the boots on the ground, we're the ones that kind of hear it on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so I would recommend working with all of us because um, just, I don't know, I mean, we, we pretty much talk regularly. So if you don't know the answer, maybe I do. And if one of us doesn't know it, I guess one of our partners probably does. So um, we, I just feel that collaboration is the best way. And if a company doesn't feel like they're aware of the resources out there, um, one of us, whether it's the chamber, the economic development office, we might as well, like we're always talking, so we we can uh, we can assist, and I think that's a, all of our missions. We want to, so we don't get um, it's. We're not in it for like a personal, right? Like it's just it's our job. It's our mission. So <laughs> that's well, what we're here to do.
0: I feel like it goes back to just this idea that I always have is like, what's the power of a conversation with someone? And whether it's at the chamber level, we're talking with other chamber members, you know, what can that conversation with someone lead to, you know, what can a conversation with uh, RGP or the Economic Development Department here, what can that lead to? You you just have to have that avenue to the conversation. And I I think to your point, there are several different ways to get involved in that. So there
1: there are, and there's a lot of resources out there and we'll try to streamline it. Like, I don't want to, like there's some very bureaucratic methods out there, but at the same time, some some things are pretty simple. So um, with people like us and our roles, that's kind of what we're here for is to make it a little more streamlined for the company, because each company, even your members, dog they're in the business of being profitable and growing. And so we don't need to get in their way. We just need to help, you know.
0: Very good. Chase, if anybody would like to know more information about the inclusion grant or just want to learn more about RGP, what's the best way to get in touch with you?
1: Yes. So you can get a hold of me. Um, well, my last name's hard to spell, but my email is <laughs> ikenberry at rgp.org. So it's E-I-K-E-N-B-A-R-Y at rgp.org. Now, our website, rgp.org, has a um, tab on it for the Jobs Ohio Inclusion Grant. So you can go to just our straight up website and go to, and even the Jobs Ohio website and go to our incentive tab or just rgp.org forward slash J-O-I-G, Jobs Ohio Inclusion
0: Grant. Chase, we appreciate your time today. Thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you. Have a good one. Appreciate it, Doug.
0: Thanks again to Chase for joining us on the program. And again, even if you're not sure you would qualify for the inclusion grant, it's really not a bad idea to reach out, have that conversation, and find out what other programs might possibly be available to you. That's what the RGP is there for. One quick chamber note for you. We are headed towards the end of the year, which is one, crazy to think about, and two, means that spots are going to be opening up on our digital billboard co-op program in January once again. So if your goal is to get in front of more potential customers or clients in 2024, we Well, this is a great way to get into the outdoor advertising space to do that at a fraction of the cost. You can contact me if you're interested. Just send an email to djenkins at finleyhancockchamber.com. Now let's get back into the show. Joined on the podcast now by the Small Business Award winner for Emerging Business of the Year, Danica Romick of the Buckeye Company. Danica, thanks for joining us.
2: Hi, thanks so much for having me.
0: Happy to have you along, and uh, really excited to see where this all goes with you. Let's get people familiar with the Buckeye Company. How did uh, how did you get started? What do you do?
2: Sure. So the Buckeye Company actually did not start out as Buckeyes. Um, so the background of the Buckeye Company is um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Jack Bee's. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that is my mom and my stepdad's restaurant. And one of their very first items that they had on their menu were Buckeyes when they opened, I wanna say five years ago now. Yeah. Um, so they started growing and they grew out of their space and they started looking at other spaces to go to. Um and in that time frame, I would say around twenty twenty, they had a lot on their plate. So my <laughs> mom <laughs> yeah, just a little bit.
0: Just a, just as mentioned.
2: Right. Uh, so my mom asked me to take over the Buckeye side of making Buckeyes for their desserts that they offer. Um, at that time, I was doing the cookie dough Buckeye balls and just traditional Buckeyes. Um, and I, I, the more I made Buckeyes because I was making them every week at that point, I was like, hey, you know, there's some other things I can do with this. Um, and that's when I started, um, in 2021, I started to experiment a little bit, um, and started with what I call Buckeye balls. Um, and it's like a cake ball or a cake pop, okay. but it looks like a Buckeye. Um, so I started experimenting with different flavor combinations and all kinds of stuff. Um, and I decided at the end of 2021 that this could be a business on its own. Um, just the Buckeyes could be, um, so
0: what is it like when that light bulb goes off from, this is just something I'm doing and, and mm-hmm. I enjoy to, wait a second, this is something I can do as uh, as a job. And this is, there's a business opportunity here. What does that, pro- what did that process feel like to you?
2: Uh, for me, I am a very artistic person. Um, so it was, I think it was just me kind of channeling um, that side of me into the Buckeyes. And um, it was awesome because I, I, it might sound silly, but I enjoy making Buckeyes um, and I enjoy creating different flavors and whatnot. Um, So that was really cool um, just to kind of have that epiphany moment of, hey, like I could do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, by the way, it doesn't sound silly to us at all. We appreciate you doing it because Buckeyes are delicious. And I'd never <laughs> even heard of a cookie dough Buckeye until just now. So now I have to try that.
2: Well, so I actually have, I'm up to over 40 flavors now of different combinations. I have my bursting Buckeyes, which i put stuff inside of like traditional Buckeye dough, um, be it, uh, jelly. I have Mm -hmm. a peanut butter and jelly bursting Buckeye. Um, and then I have the Buckeye balls, which are not Buckeyes. They just look like them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is, so it starts with the, with with being at Jack B's. Now you can get them in a variety of different ways. What was the process of rolling that out like for you?
2: Sure. So, um, I guess, Backing up a little bit, um, from 2020 to 2022, I was making Buckeyes in my mom's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're married to their restaurant, and they're never home, so I know <laughs> to- they're my
0: neighbors, and I never see them.
2: <laughs> yeah, never home. So <laughs> I would make them there. Um, and at that point, I was, um, I I was like, hey, you know, getting on that track of this is a business i'm going to seek business opportunities there was a small butcher shop in my town which is arlington Mm -hmm. that opened called herdwell yeah and um so they opened and i was friends with the owner and i was like hey you want to carry my buckeyes and that's kind of where it started and from there um now brinkman's brinkman's carries the buckeyes um there's also a few local um bakers that buy them for cupcakes, cookies, um, all, all sorts of stuff. Uh, so I kind of graduated from there in that time timeframe. Um, and now I'm supplying all of those places, I needed a place to graduate from my mom's kitchen. <laughs> um, so with them graduating into their new space, I actually took over and renovated their old space on Sandusky Street. Um, so in addition to Jack B's, because you can always get Buckeyes at Jack B's, there's, yeah, there's Herdwell, Brinkman, and then when other bakers pop up with Buckeyes thrown in.
0: <laughs> I have to imagine that was a really cool experience when you've got, I mean, Brinkman's has been around forever. And when they say, hey, we would like to carry your product, that has to be a moment where like, this is this is going well.
2: Yes, yes, that that was um, an incredible thing to be like, Hey, like somebody actually wants to carry your product. Um, I think it kind of speaks to that small business person, because I mean, you have these huge businesses, but you get the personal like, Hey, like, I'm so excited that you're carrying my, my product. So yes, that was a very cool feeling.
0: So if you were to give advice for aspiring entrepreneurs who maybe they're working on something that's a hobby right now or just something they enjoy doing, which I guess is the definition of a hobby. But uh, <laughs> if, they, if they're doing that and they think maybe there's a business here, what are the things you would advise them? What are some of the things you've learned along the way?
2: Okay. So I'm not a professional by any means. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly just... Um, kind of go with the flow. Um, But don't, don't discredit yourself. I would say Um, there's there's people out there, whether you make something or build something, um, somebody is going to want your product. And I I would just say don't second guess yourself because you can do all kinds of cool stuff. um, And and someone out there is going to think it's cool too.
0: Is there a first step that, uh, that you would recommend taking? Is there like, okay, I'm, I'm open to this possibility. What is that next step?
2: Um, that's a hard one because I, you know, like for me, the Buckeyes were already kind of established. Like they were it just already, kind of went
0: naturally. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. That first step, I, I would say just to go for it, you know, maybe reach out to a small local place, kind of like I did with Herdwell. Mm-hmm. Um, and believe it or not, Herdwell is my best seller. I mean, next to Jack B's, of course. But um, that that little thing that seems small at the time could be the big breaking point for your business. So
0: I, That's a great point. I, I often think about just the things that we do at the chamber and how often I talk to people where they say, oh, hey, I met this person at whatever event and you know, now we're going to do some business together that just if you can have that initial conversation, there's just no telling where it can go.
2: Absolutely. You just have to put yourself out there.
0: Which can be frightening sometimes, but it's <laughs> oh, certainly, yeah, for sure. <laughs> certainly working out for you. Uh, again, you can get them at Herdwell. You can get them at Jack B's. You can get them at Brinkman's. Uh, if people want to learn more though about the Buckeye Company, what's the best way to do that?
2: Um, so I have social media. I have all the things, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, um, but I have built a website and it's the Buckeye co.shop. Um, and there's all kinds of different information there, but the most up-to-date way of staying in the loop of things, I would say would be our social media.
0: That's really cool. Danica, we're really happy to see where this is going for you. We're really excited to see what happens next, uh, and, uh, and, and how you continue to grow. So congratulations on the small business award. And thanks for joining us on the podcast today
2: thank you so much
0: thanks to danica for joining us on the program and now that i've talked about buckeye candies for about the last 10 minutes i'm suddenly very hungry so we're going to wrap the show up right here That'll do it for the episode. If you've learned a little something about the local business community along the way, well, then we've accomplished our goal. Hopefully you learned a little something about how to run your business a little bit better as well. If you have any ideas for topics that we should cover, just send me an email, djenkins at Remember, if you're listening on our website, that's great, but you can make it even easier on yourself. You can have every episode of Chamber Amplified delivered straight to your phone. Just search for Chamber Amplified in your favorite podcast player. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on Chamber Amplified from the Findlay Hancock County Chamber of Commerce.